Hello and welcome to the Novel Analyst Podcast. My name is Jed Hearn, author of the fantasy books Across the Broken Stars and Fires of the Dead. Today's episode is a book review of Shadows of Self, Mistborn Book 5 by Brandon Sanderson. I know it's been a few episodes since I've done an episode actually analysing a book. Um, that has been due to some time constraints because of some very fun projects I've been working on at the moment. I do plan to get back to a actual analysing show very soon in the future. Um, but for today, it'll be a book review of Shadows of Self, and there will also be some writing lessons that I'll pick out throughout the review as well. Also, while I can't give full details about this yet, I am also working on a new podcast, which I think you're going to really, really enjoy. And it's going to be with some very cool people as well in the fantasy genre. So I'll tell you way more about that when it actually can be officially announced and released and everything. Um, But it's going to be very exciting. So stay tuned for that for sure. Shadows of Self is the second book in Sanderson's Mistborn series 2, which picks up several hundred years after the original Mistborn trilogy. The characters from that original trilogy have become mythical figures, incorporated into the world's historical, social, and spiritual beliefs. Book 1 in this second series, which was called The Alloy of Law, was essentially magic meets cowboys in a fantasy wild west, <laughs> and I really love this premise. It was especially cool to take Sanderson's innovative allomancy magic system, which, if you're not familiar with it, is where people gain different powers from burning metals within them, and then transpose this into a kind of 1850s American Wild West aesthetic, where you had these magicians doing train robberies and flying around early versions of skyscrapers in the rapidly industrializing cities. And with this book, Shadows of Self, which is a detective thriller about magicians racing to stop a shape-shifting assassin, Sanderson has improved on the alloy of law in every way. As you will know if you have listened to a couple of episodes of this podcast, Sanderson has been my favourite author for the last three or so years. This means that reading a new book by him can be a somewhat interesting experience, because on one hand, I go in with a lot of bias, wanting the book to be as amazing as his others. But on the other hand, my really high expectations can make it difficult to enjoy his books when they're not up to his abnormally high usual standard, which is a hard ask, because I think he writes the best books in modern fantasy at the moment. Now, that's not to make any specific comment about Shadows of Self, per se. That's just a more general sort of feeling I have about his books. And I think it's important that I kind of establish that before I provide any sort of review or commentary on his works. Plus, I kind of just like talking about how much I like Sanderson, as you will know if you've listened to a few episodes of this podcast. So book one in this new Phase 2 Mistborn series, The Alloy of Law, I really wanted to like it, but it was a little bit lacking for me. It was still a really fun read, but it just didn't stick with me, and it didn't have the same level of deepness as his other books. I got the sense that he was writing it just to get a cool idea out of his system, and because it was a fun way to mash up an existing world with a new setting. Now, I really don't begrudge that. Like I said before, I'd love to see Allomancy, which is his magic system, in different settings, and that's exactly what his plan is for Mistborn. Sanderson says that he intends to take the series through several different stages of technological progression, moving from early medieval periods, like his first trilogy, to the 1850s Western era of series two. Then, 
to a modern analogue in the next phase. He's also said that he's planning to end this with a series set at a science fiction level, where the magic becomes the way that the characters travel between planets, which is going to be so cool, and I'm really excited to see how that happens. So considering my lukewarm reaction to the Alloy of Law, what was my reaction to Shadows of Self? Well, it was a really pleasant surprise, and I was so happy with it. It had all of the fun elements of the Alloy of Law, but this time it just felt more like a Sanderson novel, with deeper layers of complexity, a more interesting and nuanced plot, and way more compelling characters. In a lot of cases, taking characters that were sort of a little bit shallow, maybe in the Alloy of Law, and then in Shadows of Self, digging deeper beneath that stereotype and unfolding them in a way that felt more unique and compelling. And most enjoyably, as a fan of the original series, and I've actually done a novel analyst episode on The Final Empire, which is Mistborn, book one. Um, I think that's around about episode 10 or so. If you scroll back down the feed, you can check out me raving about that book. But most enjoyably, in Shadows of Self, we start to see more about how the characters of this modern world, Wax and Wayne, who are the main kind of detective magic characters in this world, how they relate to the characters of the original series, like Vin and Kelsia and Elland and the other kind of original crew who's involved in that first trilogy. If you've read Brandon Sanderson's books before, you'll know that he typically writes very likable heroes. With this book, however, he does a kind of interesting thing. By presenting interpretations of his original characters, people like Kelsia and Vin, in a way that makes them a little bit less glorious than we first assumed. The antagonist of this book, a shape-shifting Kandra, spends the novel assassinating people and causing chaos within the city, and I would go so far to say that she's possibly one of his best antagonists. Why do I say that? Well, and this is sort of getting into some writing advice stuff, so if you're here for the writing advice, this is a good bit to pay attention. Um, with this shape-shifting Kandra assassin, you get this fantastic sense that there isn't a lot separating her from Kelsia, who was the protagonist of book one in the original Mistborn series. In fact, her actions directly mirror him in a lot of cases. Both of them sort of use the creation of chaos and riots within the city for their own ends, and both of them are trying to topple an established order. So while I really like the complexity of this idea, and as an aside, I think this is just a fantastic thing to do in your own books, is to see how you can draw parallels between the quote-unquote hero and the quote-unquote villain, so that they are learning from each other, coming into conflict from each other, and so readers are sort of left wondering who is really in the right. So while I love the complexity of this idea, I really wish that Sanderson had gone a little bit deeper into this analogy. I feel that it was cut short, and it didn't quite get the justice it deserved. It was still good, but I would have just liked to see a bit more of it. We also get to see Sanderson explore more of the Cosmere, which is his shared universe where all his adult fantasy books are set. Or most of them, I think. <laughs> I still haven't read all of Sanderson's um, books, which is kind of crazy, but he has brought out like 30 or 40 books or something crazy like that. So, And they're all big doorstoppers, so that kind of explains it. Uh, at this stage, I'll very happily buy any Sanderson book that promises to reveal another Cosmere secret, and the reason for that is it's just so fascinating seeing how he intertwines all these different story worlds and characters into a cohesive plot. 
and I really can't wait to find out where this is all heading. So while this book provides plenty of big reveals about the Cosmere, it's also a super fun read in its own right. Like I said before, I think it's a big improvement on the Alloy of Law. The ending was surprising, and the twists and consequences felt like they had meaningful ramifications, which I'm sure will be explored in the next book. One big thing as I close out this interview, uh, not interview, <laughs> this review, one big thing that elevated this book for me was the remarkable prescience of the plot. This was written quite a few years ago, but it deals with a riot and a sense of resentment amongst the working class, which has a lot of parallels to modern events. This has been what I've always found interesting and important about fantasy. You know, people are very quick to deride it as just being escapist and, you know, not engaging with the world. But really, fantasy is all about taking you to another world and by dislocating you from our reality, it actually helps you assess our reality from a different perspective. Just like how you can't see the back of your head without a mirror, fantasy allows us to see truths about ourselves that we would not otherwise be able to access. And like any good story, Sanderson doesn't stand on this soapbox and lecture about the correct way to live, but rather he presents us with difficult and complex questions that leave readers considering the story's meaning well after we close the final pages. So overall, I give this book a 3 out of 5 for character, a 4 out of 5 for plot, a 4.5 out of 5 for setting, and my overall ranking is 4 out of 5. So that wraps up my review of Shadows of Self, Mistborn Book 5 by Brandon Sanderson. I write a lot of reviews on a site called booknest.eu. Uh, you can just search booknest.eu Jed Hearn reviews, or I will include a link to my reviews in the show notes. But basically, I review, I try to review every book I read um, up on Booknest. There's currently eight big reviews that I've written up there. Um, so if you would like me to do more podcast episodes about my reviews of various fantasy books, um, books like The Lies of Locke Lamora, Good Omens, uh, Guards, Guards by Terry Pratchett, um, The Lessons Never Learned by Rob Hayes, let me know by emailing me. Uh, my email address is jed at jedhern.com and the link to that is in the show notes as well. So like I said at the start of this episode, I will be trying to do a actual novel analyzing episode soon. It has been a while without a proper analyzing episode. Um, they do take a little bit more time than some of these other things I've been doing to fill in for that, but hopefully I'll try to have one up soon. And also there is big news coming on the podcast front. I've got another show which will hopefully be coming soon and hopefully I can announce it to you uh, very shortly. It's going to be a really fun experience, I think. Um, and I think if you enjoy fantasy books and authors talking about fantasy books, it'll be right up your alley as well. So on that note, uh, time to wrap up another episode. Thank you so much for listening. Now go and write extraordinary stories. I'll see you next time.